the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. It's Saturday morning. And welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. And, 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 and more than ever, it's important to do that in these incredibly uncertain times where, you know, we're not sure uh, we, we have a rapidly changing government. Uh, it's, it, it, it's a concern. I mean, people are concerned about what's going on in Washington uh, the, you know, they're talking of tax increases. They're talking about all types of things uh, to make people's lives more expensive uh, and, uh, you know, and just tougher. And is in this environment, uh, you, you've got to protect yourself. That's going to be the key to moving forward is really how do you protect yourself and your family against the encroachment of government inflation, uh, a world uh, where we don't know what's going to happen. The, uh, things are shifting in the United States of America. And, and, and we're just not sure where it's going to go. I mean, a lot of this is a concern. Uh, people aren't really sure who's actually in charge in Washington, D.C. And it's not, you know, we, 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 one of the things we really talked about this on, on the show is, has been, look, it's not just the Americans that are complaining about the election. Uh, people all over the world are looking at this and they're trying to figure out what's going on. The Chinese, the Russians, our enemies, they're looking at this. They're not, they're not quite sure who's in charge. Uh, 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 in, in Washington, uh, the election was really suspect. I mean, we, that all got swept under the rug, and nobody could investigate or look into it at all. And then we surrounded the the, the Capitol with barbed wire and, and you know ten thousand troops, which is something that's never happened. The only time that's ever happened was during the War of eighteen twelve, the Civil War to protect the Capitol. And, and yet here here we here we were, uh, you know you know uh, the, it, we're, we're the most armed capital in the world. I mean, the, the only other places are basically Afghanistan, uh, in uh, Kabul, uh, in Iraq, and uh, in uh, Malaysia, where there was a coup. And so, so these are real concerns. And now we're hearing stuff about, you know, we're going to be instituting the, the uh, getting rid of the filibuster. Uh, we want to pack the Supreme Court. I was listening to, I think it was Bloomberg. Someone was going on and on about, you know, these Supreme Court justices, they're not really elected at all. And, you know, they're doing things that, you know, against the people. And and it's like, wait a minute, that's the Supreme Court. They're not supposed to be elected. And uh, the elections as near as about half of the country can figure out are really suspect in this country in the first place and are heavily manipulated by by uh, by corruption in in the tech tech sector, uh, manipulating the elections, and, and now they, they want to do that. And so, really, you you I, unlike any time in in in, in uh, I won't say modern history, but probably forty years, fifty years. I, I think you've got to be much more cautious. You've got to be more cautious with your investments. You've got to save more money. And uh, and, 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 and so, I, what a couple thoughts on that. I mean, the you know, you 
know, the, the question is, is, is where are we going to go? And the answer is, we don't really know. And we've looked at, at a lot of inflation numbers. We've done a lot of research on inflation. We've been talking about inflation for a while, but it, it really seems to be getting out of control. And the, the, the present administration, their, their philosophy is, is that they, they, they believe in something called modern monetary theory, MMT, which is... It's 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 a theory out of Harvard University. Uh, there's a book on it. Uh, at the book here, the deficit myth uh, by uh, what is her name? Uh, Stephanie Kelton. She went to Harvard, and and uh, but with the idea is that look, you don't need to be constrained by a deficit. You can. If you can, if you control your currency, if a country is big enough to control concerns, it can really spend as much money as it wants. And inflation isn't a problem. And this is why we've got a recovering economy. It's actually a very hot economy even right now. And job growth is really starting to ramp up. We're dumping 1.9 trillion dollars into the system because. In the Democrats' mind, in, in, the, in the modern monetary theorists, who, who are also at the Federal Reserve, by the way, they've drank the Kool-Aid over there. They believe that they can spend as much money as they as they want, and they can just print money. And so, what that what that tells you is is that is that the, 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 hey, look, maybe they're right on this. I, I've never seen it work in any other country in the world, and I have real doubts it's going to work here. I think we're going into more of inflation, but maybe it works. But and then and then the idea is if we if they get inflation, the way you control inflation is not cut back spending, but to increase taxes on people. Keep in mind, in the past, we used to raise interest rates to slow down inflation. That that's that's what would that's what would slow the inflation. What, what under modern monetary theory say, no, no, that's not the way you do it. What you do is you, you increase taxes on people to force them to cut their spending. It, 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 now, in fairness, the Fed can't raise rates very much because we have massive deficits. We, our, our, our most recent deficit spending is on the level of World War II. So we don't have – we have 28, 29, almost $29 trillion worth of debt. We don't have the ability to really raise rates, so this is going to be the new strategy. So, so what does this mean? What it means for you is two things. You have to plan for inflation going forward, and you also have to uh, have to plan better tax to to to, 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 pre- to pre- prevent your taxes from going up. You have to plan for taxes. You've got to plan for estate taxes. They're going up. You have to plan for all types of taxes, carbon taxes. They're not, look, in fairness to, to, to Biden, he's not raising taxes on, on anyone under $400,000. You know, only people above $400,000 use gasoline or, or, or carbon or anything else. So those carbon taxes and those gasoline taxes and those other taxes and fees, they're only going to go on people above 400,000. Everyone under 400,000, their taxes aren't going to go up. He's said that numerous times. Anyone that believes that is a damn fool. Okay. Because what they're going to do is they're going to raise taxes on the people over 400 and then they're going to come up with excise taxes, fees, fat value, fat value added taxes, VAT tax, gasoline tax, and carbon taxes to raise the rest of the money from the middle class. And this is a problem, and this is what we have to start preparing for. Now, if you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. Jennifer, do we have any phone calls? Not right now. Okay, thanks. Uh, so, so, so where do you go from here? So we, 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 we've talked, we've been talking about these different surges of inflation that, that we've had. It, it, and going back, if you look at the, you can hear me shuffle the papers around, but uh, looking back at the, here we go, at the 1940s and in, in 1930s, we had different, we had deflation in the 30s, but then inflation started picking up in the 40s. So keep in mind, after we had 10 years of, of, of deflation, after the 2008-2009 Great Financial Panic. Now we're going to get inflation more like the 40s and 50s. Do do we have a phone call, Jennifer? Yes, we have Charles on the line. Okay. Hey, Charles, how are you doing? Uh, Good morning, Ted. Uh, Ted, you you mentioned something here, and I I just wanted to see about getting clarification on what you said. You had talked about uh, raising taxes on, on on people, Making four hundred thousand. 
I thought I heard the other day on the radio, uh, and I think maybe Mr. Biden's press secretary did a clarification, but I think the $400,000 is for married couples that individuals will be taxed if they make more than 200000 Oh, yeah. I was just wondering yeah. if you could clarify that, if that's true, or or maybe I mis- misheard this. Or oh no, no, actually, I, I appreciate you catching that, Chuck. Look, what everyone tends to talk about is the married couple, but if you're single, it's half of that amount. Which I mean, that puts a lot of people in there, and you know, you can you can get in there if you if you if you sell a house or if you do something or or have a, a, a gain of some type, you can get in there. Every once in a while, even lower income people. But yeah, well, that, that's yeah, correct. I, I, yeah, I was going to say. I mean, if people that are professionals, architects, or dentists, or something, easily, I'm sure they could meet the two hundred thousand dollar criteria. Uh, but I guess I, it seemed to me because back during the campaign, I know people were running around. I heard people talking about they were thinking, well, uh, you know, four hundred thousand applied to individuals, and I said, well, I don't know. I said I haven't heard that. And they acted like, well, if it's four hundred thousand for an individual, it must be eight hundred thousand for for a married couple. I said, well, I I don't know about that, but you know, so I guess I guess that's just. I think some people are going to be rudely uh, surprised if 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 now they they're thinking just the opposite. And I guess possibly, I guess what he's doing is is he's just going back to the tax rates during the Obama years. I'm not sure how they compare. But I, I'm assuming that may be what, what's going on. Yeah, but the problem, they're going to go back to that, but then they're also going to add in the carbon taxes, the gasoline taxes, and all types of pot. They're even looking at a VAT tax. They're looking at all types of taxes. Right, and, I, and, and I've even heard talk about possibly maybe doing away with the gasoline tax and maybe trying to base it on how many miles you drive, which to me I think would be just, oh, boy. I mean, I don't know well, how yeah, people that, would be. I don't know how people would take vacations in their cars because, I mean, you know, if they're going to tax you on the miles you drive, then uh, I don't. That's going to kill that profit, that, that that industry. I would think. I mean, I, I I don't know. I don't know how that works. Well, yeah, and also keep in mind, what do they want to do? They want to get rid of the suburbs. I mean, this is all central planning. It's all socialist central planning. They want to get rid of the suburbs. They want everybody moving into the city in high-rise towers because that's the most carbon efficient way to do things. And 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 it, 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 and and that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a bunch of of of, of basically uh, you know junior grade central planners that have you know ingratiated, gotten themselves into Biden administration, and you've got a, a a very weak president at the top to be incredibly kind and, and and you've got these staffers running around running everything uh charles and that that's that's what's so frightening about this whole thing i mean you know look they, these people have a grand plan it, it's all about the environment it's all about central planning it's all about socialism moving people into the cities how do we integrate the uh how do we integrate the 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 uh the suburbs, how do we actually make them less desirable? Because people are moving out. I mean, people are pouring into into the Montgomery County because they just want to get out of Houston now. Uh, and, 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 and so by raising the taxes on people, this is what you get into. You can, uh, you know, by raising the gasoline tax, you can slow that down. You can keep them into the cities. You can, you know, keep them where things are environmentally friendly. But that's the problem. But I'm to tell you one other interesting Go ahead, Charles. Well, one question also I had was regarding the corporate tax. What is the what, what, what are they raising that to? And the only reason why I'm asking that is for people that may have small businesses that are thinking, well, it may have been too late to sell it. I, I'm thinking possibly the time they sold sold your business was probably during Trump's uh, administration because if they're going to raise the corporate tax, and I don't know about inheritance either. But if they raise the corporate tax, then wouldn't that hit anybody who's thinking of possibly selling their small business and, you know, going into retirement? I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't they be profoundly affected by that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's look, they're talking 28. Uh, Biden, I think, is 28. Uh, Sanders is at 35. You know? Wow. No, so, you know, I don't know if people are, 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 are considering that one. They may think they have a, a pretty decent business, but then when they go to sell it, if, 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 if those rates, as you say, are there, 
I don't know if they're factoring that into the, into their calculations or not, but that 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 could be a rude awakening for some of these people. They may end up having to just hang on to the business and try to work longer. But I I, I don't know. I, 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 I well, no, that's that's what's going to happen, Charles. I mean, yeah, they hit the nail on the head. But but thanks a lot. Good call. Okay. Oh, oh by by the way, quick thing, Charles. About the tea. It's you know where the four hundred thousand dollars came from. Okay, that was four hundred thousand was rich people. That you know how much someone making four hundred thousand, but that was from the Clinton era, and that was that was probably equivalent of about eight or nine hundred thousand dollars now. I mean, it, or, or actually more than that. And this was back in the Clinton area in the in the nineteen nineties is where that number came from. We went and looked at it a number of years back, and, and that's how they got. You know, that was quote rich at the time. And what what's, what we're seeing here is is the quote rich. The, the, the definition of rich keeps dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping. Now, the true definition of rich is anyone that has any more money than you do, as we know. But anyway, I'll tell you what, we'll be right back after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. If you got any questions or comments, you can always give us a call at 713-339-1070. The other thing you can do is uh, you can go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, sign up for the free newsletter. We're going to put our, our new newsletter out here shortly, uh, talking about a lot of these issues. Uh, and uh, we write it ourselves over here, and uh, we, we try to come up with ideas that, that people aren't thinking about or, or try to get you where you need to be for the future and how to save money, how to build up wealth. It's all in the Max Out Savings newsletter, and it's all free. Uh, we've got people from all over the world getting the newsletter now. It, it, it's quite popular, but I, I write it to help you out. We're not going to call you up. We don't bother you. Uh, we just simply send out the newsletter. So anyway... Uh, also, you can call us 713-339-1070. Now then, uh, so we're talking, uh, it, it, you know, we, we just had Charles talking about the, the uh, we're discussing the, the, the taxes going up, uh, for, up 400000 uh, but but it'll be, you know, lower for, for, uh, for single, and the half of that, the, 
in, in addition, corporate taxes are going up. They're talking about uh, a gasoline tax increase in the infrastructure or maybe a mileage tax, which would not, which would not be good. Uh, uh, and, and, and it's going to extend. They're, they're talking about estate taxes. This is another big concern. They're talking of moving the, the exemptions down to $3.5 million uh, per person and for, for the estate tax. And, and look, a lot of most people – a lot of people don't have three and a half million at seventy million if if it's a married couple but 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 this is a big decline from where it is and and, and so what we're looking at here is you say, well, that's a lot of money, but here's the problem we we we, we ran some numbers we looked at the at the nineteen sixty eight uh uh inflation it started in sixty eight and it ended in 92. And during that time, just using the inflation numbers, which were generally adjusted down, keep in mind, but looking at those numbers, it worked out to be that you, uh, after 1968, it was 3.8 times, 3.8 times uh, what, what you're looking at, uh, uh, I mean, uh, 2.68, so almost three times. So if you had three, it just had three and a half million dollars. Uh, looking at the, uh, let's see here. Hold on just a second. Uh, so my calculator. Where's the calculator? Okay, we'll just do it off the top of our head. We got the new uh, phone just put yesterday, and I'm having trouble using it still. But uh, if you take three and a half million times 2.68, let's say times three, that works out to be about seven, about 11 and a half million after, after basically 14 years, which means you know, for the 14 years of retirement, you, you had an estate that wasn't worth, wasn't even going to be in the estate tax, and all of a sudden it got moved up. It, it, it were a huge chunk of your assets get taken away by inflation and then gets hit with estate taxes. So again, it's going to be more important than ever to plan for, for these estate taxes. And this could be a real problem. Uh, a big inflation is very damaging to estates because what happens is, is these things are artificially inflated up. The estate is, and then you get hit with the estate taxes. So so looking out, this I think I, again, it, it's going to take a lot more uh, planning across the board on everything from taxes to estates going forward and planning for inflation. Uh, and so, so this is something I, I think we want to kind of continue to watch. I, I think you're going to have to start planning now for this, and uh, and, and going forward, I, I think it's going to be increasingly important to do that. I mean, the the Basically, there's an $11.7 million exemption right now, or basically over $23 million per couple. Look, that gets uh, most people aren't paying estate taxes, but if it goes down to that $3.5 million or $7 million, and then you get the inflation, then you've got a problem. And just looking at as – this is what we're talking a lot so much about inflation. Most plans are not set up for inflation going forward. We're, we're entering a new world. If you look through history in the United States, there's just been – there's times when there's been no inflation, and then there's times where there's, there's been a lot of inflation. If you look at the – we had uh, – you, you know, just running through the numbers, we had big inflation in, in 1917, 18 – uh, in 19, in 20, in, in 20, a lot of inflation there. Well, what happened there? In, in 19, that was the World War after World War One. That was also the the, uh, the 1918 pandemic. So after that, you had 15 percent and 15 percent inflation. So you had inflation then, and then inflation went nowhere uh, for a long time. And then then you had you, you didn't get it till. You didn't get it till 1940, nearly 20 years later, and then it, it, it came up again. It started up with with a big uh, hit in 41, 42, 43, and then after the war, uh, you, you had after the war you had another bout of inflation. Okay, we just fought a war with COVID. Our deficits went up as much or more than during during the during World War II. Uh, on a percentage of GDP on an annualized basis, uh, they, they exceeded World War II level spending, and these deficits are rising bigger. That we have bigger deficits now. So, so we talk 
World War One, World War Two. Afterwards, we had inflation. After, after World War Two, we had a pandemic. Okay, kind of very. Both of these things are very similar. Here, we had the inflation. When did we fight another war? After, after Vietnam. Let's take a look at 1968. 1968, same type of thing. You, you had a you had a good size inflation in here. You know, inflation was 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 running pretty reasonable. Uh, in 65, it was, you know, 1.59, 64, 1.28, 1.24, nothing to see here. And then 68, 4, 4.2, and then 5, 5.8, 4, 3, 6, 12, uh, uh, excuse me, 11, 9, 5, 6, 7, 11, 13, 10, and then 6% inflation. This is massive inflation. So the three instances where we had a war and big spending, you know, Vietnam War was was guns and butter. What, what do we have now? We have guns and butter. What, I mean, this is a classic guns and butter situation. Uh, Biden, Biden believes he's a you know the reincarnation of Roosevelt, Lyndon Johnson, and, and in both cases, eventually we got in big inflations out of that, and we're going to see the same thing here. Now they were in, in the depression. They had they were fighting through that. We we've gone through that after the financial collapse. Now we're in the World War II phase. Now we're more the inflationary phase, and I, and I think it's going to be important to continue to plan for for these type of things and understand. And right now, uh, you know, the dollar is the world's currency. But look, China isn't happy with us. The Russians. I mean, for some reason, we just are hell bent on you know infuriating the Russians, uh, the the Iranians. You know, now, now China's just cut a, a 25-year deal with, 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 with the Iranians. And so so they, they want to destroy the dollar. Look, I mean, the dollar's always been the safest place to be for 100 years. And, and it's been the currency. We've been the rock around the world. And now all of a sudden we have modern monetary theory. We're spending as much money as we can. We, 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 we've got the, the, uh, the Democrats in control, and they, they, their policy is the United States is a horrible place. It's, it's one of the worst places in the world, and it's done all this damage to the world. It's built on slave labor. It's basically nothing more than a slave camp. And, you know, the United States, you know, under the Democrats, we're the only country in the world that judges people by the color of their skin. Think about that. The United States of America today is the only country on planet Earth that judges everybody by the color of their skin. Well, that's not going to work because, you know, for, for since 1776, we were all equal. Now, at the times we had slavery, which was unacceptable, but we've always thought, really, the belief has always been we are all equal. We all are equal in the eyes of God, and we're all equal in the, in the eyes of the Constitution. And, there were, and the Democrats said, no, that's not the case. So, so they're putting through all these policies. And then that this election, very suspect. Well, people around the rest of the world are going, what's going on in the United States? I mean, this election is just, just ridiculous. Now they, you know, they're running around with this, with, with, with this race hysteria. Everybody's a racist. Uh, they're trying to tear down their own country. The thing is verging on a civil war over there. Uh, what, what is going on? There's nobody trying to unite the country. The president's doing everything he can to split the country up into different race categories and people. Uh, it, it, it's not just concern. We, we, you know, lots of people listen to this and, and understand this. I mean, they're all concerned. But the, I want you, another thing to understand that's not well understood, people all around the world are concerned about this. What is going on in the United States? And, and, and until we start getting some pushback, until we start getting some clarity, until until people start standing up and pushing back, it's going to get worse. But the danger is, is people lose confidence in the United States of America, and they lose confidence in their dollar. At that point in time, you can see the velocity of money explode, and you can see a, an even bigger inflation that, that we're already setting ourselves up to. Keep in mind, you know, we're just like – we're looking at seven percent growth. You know, depending on who I talk to, Pimco, Goldman Sachs, seven, eight percent growth, uh, six, six and three quarters percent growth rate this year. This is very good growth rate. This was, and some of these numbers were pretty high before we had the one point nine trillion dollars stimulus. Now we're just throwing money in. We're we're giving money out to everybody like it's like it's candy, and and and, and the reckless people. People that aren't saving money, the people are spending money, borrowing recklessly, they always end up in the same way. And, they're, and, and countries that do the same thing typically do that. So you want to prepare for that. You want to prepare for the inflation. You want to prepare for the taxes. We had a call earlier. 
you know, talk, Charles talking about businesses. Well, you know, a business, your business is going to have to be run more tax efficiently. You know, people in the past, doctors, lawyers, they used to have their own buildings and things. They kind of gotten away with that. But you're going to see more of that because people have to shelter income and protect themselves going forward. There's going to have to be more estate planning. There's going to be, you know, you're going to see that you're going to see things fundamentally shift on how, how things are done in the United States. And th- th- this infrastructure program, what they're going to do with that is they're going to put through the green, it's basically a Trojan horse for the Green New Deal. You know, oh, uh, infrastructure, infrastructure, and it's a Trojan horse. But the problem is, is keep in mind, the $1.9 trillion plan, how do they get that through? I mean, it, it was, uh, it was, that was the biggest giveaway in the most ridiculous bill in the history of the United States. How did it happen? Well, it's real simple. It was reconciliation. They used the budget reconciliation to put that through, and so they didn't have to sit there and run through the normal committee processes, and they didn't have to pay for anything. Now, the next bill, they're not going to have reconciliation, so they either do, they either have to work, deal with the Republicans, which they don't want to do, or they're going to have to uh, get rid of the filibuster. But either way, they're going to have to come up with some fig leaf Wait, they're going to, quote, pay for that. And this is where the taxes that we were discussing earlier in the show, the increases in the, in the corporate taxes, the increase on the taxes on the, quote, wealthy, the increases on estate taxes. Well, they're not talking about the gasoline tax, the mileage tax, the carbon tax, the VAT tax. They're going to try to sneak in in different one or two or maybe some of those are going to sneak in because they need they need to get money from the working people in this country too, the people making under four hundred thousand dollars if you're a married couple. And, and so, so this is a dirty secret of what's going on. And so, so we have to kind of prepare for it. So anyway, and so I th- I think the market has been acting a little funny lately. It really seems to be kind of slowing down. It, it should be kind of accelerating right here, it, 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 and it's not. And the economy is reopening. In fairness, it's had a big move higher. Pull that up on the screen. Uh, but 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 it appears to be kind of slowing down in here. And what I'm thinking is I think we're seeing some real concern about, hey, what's going on with taxes out there? What is Biden doing next? What's going on with this new Green Deal? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not sure what's happening in Washington, D.C. I think this is what we're seeing. Now, we're going to have to watch the market very closely because we're reopening. The economy is starting to accelerate. But at the same time, we've got this inflationary stuff coming up right now. We got a lot of issues. We got shortages of everything from wood to building products to to semiconductor chips. You know, uh, now uh, the uh, semiconductor chips, they're having to shut down plants. There was a fire in, in Japan. Uh, on a big uh, auto semiconductor plant, uh, a number of the companies are slowing production around the world. Which is gonna, this is kind of slowing things down. We got this ship stuck in the Suez Canal. Who could have seen that? Well, there's hundreds of ships backed up behind it. Again, just something called just-in-time management. All the corporations, a very efficient use of their capital. The treasurer, or the, the 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 CFO, chief financial, they kind of run the company. They don't want any any extra. They don't want any, any extra inventory or anything like that. So everything's just in time. Well, the problem is, is when you don't have any inventory, uh, when things are tight, and then the ships get stuck in the Suez Canal, or the semiconductor plant catches fire in Japan, or there's a shortage of chips, or they can't get the ships across from China because there's not enough. Could the cargo is filling up? And, and, and they can't offload. There, there's two week delays offloading uh, cargo in, in, in at the ports in Los Angeles uh, because there's so much traffic coming in. All of a sudden, they don't have they don't have the inventories. So what we're seeing is this is going to this again adding to inflation. One point trillion dollars more spending, more money coming, reopening the economy, more inflation. People buying houses, real estate like crazy. Low, record low interest rates. They see the inflation shortages here, shortage there. Inflation. This is just like the 70s. This is what we're seeing. It's it's a repeat of, of what we've gone through. And, and, and the idea that this is just going to be a two or three month inflationary. Blow and it's all going down. I mean, what, you know, what are these people smoking up there? I mean, really, uh, I have a legalized pot in Washington, D.C., evidently so at the Federal Reserve. But the, but, but, but the Federal Reserve, all they know how to do is print money. That's all they know, their, their solution to every problem. And now, keep in mind, the Federal Reserve is the nation's banker. They basically have said, we're going to spend as much money as we can. We're going to print as much money as we can. We're going to take care of 
of, of it, we're going to try to stop inflation, but we also want full employment, but we are also going to concentrate on full employment based on the color of people's skin. And we also are going to engage in, in, in environment, make sure the environment's taken care of. Okay, what that means is they're going to basically spend money and print money like crazy. They're trapped. They're at $28 trillion. We're at $28 trillion. And this is going to, this, is going to push the dollar down over time. Right now, it's a little higher because we pushed up rates. They can't push them up more to more higher, and that inflation is going to start accelerating. So anyway, that's where we're at right now, and this is what the markets are looking at, and they're not sure what's happening, and you're seeing a massive shift in, in the way money is managed, retirement money is managed, and most people have not quite figured that out. So what? We'll be right back, right after this quick break, right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. That's Hayes Carl Drive. It'll be more expensive to drive here pretty soon, but we'll see what happens. Uh, see, uh, yeah, I, I think people are getting the changes coming up. I mean, if you want, if you look at this, this is the first recession that, that savings has gone up. The, the average at Fidelity, the average four hundred one k balance rose to one hundred twenty eight thousand dollars, hundred about one hundred twenty eight thousand one hundred dollars in the fourth quarter. And this is a good, interesting thing. And, and you know, as, as you guys know, our motto and philosophy is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. I came up with that when we had we started this show in two thousand and six, five, six. Uh, we're looking in five, set it up in six. Uh, its savings rate was like one percent at one point, so which is the record low savings, and we had a savings crisis in the United States. Now that's changing, but but the average person was putting away nine point one percent in their plan, in their four hundred one k plan. That's that's fantastic. Uh, the the employer match was about four point four percent, so that got up to about thirteen point five percent on 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 the average, which is which that's where you want to be. Right in that area. That's where the number says we say 10%, but that also you've got to include the company match on top of that. 
it, but, but, but people are getting that. They're saving more money. Uh, a third of Americans in, in Fidelity's 401k plan increased their 401k contributions last year. They're using these, the checks. Uh, they're putting away the checks for retirement. They're increasing their savings. Younger people are seen to be putting it in on, on stocks. But uh, by the way, this last group of checks came out. They didn't push the stock market up very much. Again, it's a little, you know, we're really kind of looking at this thing. Uh, we, we really thought we were going to kind of get some rise in here as this economy reopened. But we're, it, the market should have gone up a little more this week than it had with all the, all the money coming in from the, from the stimulus checks in it. It didn't happen, and, 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 I, and I tell you, if, if you look at the S and P 500, that was actually down on, on the week, and, and, and that, uh, that that's where it should have gone up because that that's where people really are are kind of putting some money in, and uh, where, where the younger people are really putting their money, it, and it was down. It was down about uh, 0.6%, 0.58%. It, it should have gone up. And that, that's kind of a warning sign when things aren't working. And I'll tell you the other interesting thing we, we saw this, this week. There, there was a couple stocks that were dumped. I, I, a rumor was out of Goldman. It, it, and the stocks just completely crashed. I mean, if you look at Viacom, it went down from about 90 to about 48. It went as low as 40 in like a day or two. Baidu, Tencent Music, Tencent Music went from... Uh, 32 down to 17, finished at 20 when there was blocks of stock dump. And, and a couple things. There might have been a hedge fund or somebody in trouble, but it also shows you the, 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 when volume comes into this market, it, 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 it really – on downside, these stocks really sell off. And the volume has not been real good over the last – with, with, with the rebounds, the volume has not been real good. Again, uh, a word of warning on, on some of this stuff. Uh, I think you've got to be careful until we get an idea of really what's happening here uh, with the, 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 you know, the talk of, 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 of the, of the uh, getting rid of the, the, uh, uh, the, the Senate program, sort of like Biden now, getting rid of the uh, filibuster rule is, is a concern. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. I mean, people, because like, because they jam through a ridiculously favorable bill for the Democrats. I mean, it was completely absurd how much money they spent. And, and the fact that that the, the Speaker of the Senate, he, he hasn't even been, he hasn't even invited White House is a real concern. I mean, these these people, they don't care about the Democrats. I mean, as a matter of fact, during the, 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 the press conference, Biden made some remark about, you know, we don't know if the Republicans are going to be there in four years. Well, the answer is they want to wipe out the Republicans and the Trump people completely. If they had their chance, they'd take away their vote. I mean, it's just, it's a real concern, and people everywhere around the world are concerned. So, do we have a question? Yes, we do. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. You had a question for us. Yes. Uh, I was just curious. Uh, I trade the market a little bit. I watched the market go up just uh, a whole bunch in the last, like, hour of trading yesterday or something, and it didn't even, um, you know, sell off a little bit to take any profits. I, what, what caused it? Yeah, I, that just sort of normally it will go up, but not, not like it did last, uh, yesterday afternoon. Do you know what causes that? You know, I, I tell you what, I, I, it was Friday afternoon, and I think I think there was some I think there was some people that there, there was a lot there was some shorts in there, and nothing was happening, and I think they covered the shorts going into the weekend. If I had to just make make a, a guesstimate on that, uh, let me pull up a chart. Hold on just a second. Uh, fill the chart. Boom. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was literally within the in the last ten minutes, the last half an hour, it went up, and the ten, last ten minutes it just exploded. I I, I think they just squeezed some shorts at the end of the day. I, I'd be a little cautious. I don't think that was very positive, quite frankly. Right, right. No, you know, I'm 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 pretty cautious now too. I listen to you a lot, but uh, yeah, that makes sense. I, I just, uh, but you know, listen to all the data and all that kind of stuff, and the you know the rest of the week, and even when though when it went up the. The beginning part of the day was still, you know, they, there would be every so many points that, t- you know, look like they take some profits normally the way the market works. But that, that explosion yesterday was something I, I rarely see. 
Yeah, I was surprised. There's been some sell-offs late in the day here recently at the last hour, people just getting out. In that case, it tends to be, you know, sometimes people look, they've been trying to get out of their positions all day long. They're doing a certain percentage of VWAP, which is the the average volume weighted price, and they they can't get out. And then they just kind of dump at the end of the day. This was more a matter of, of, I think, just they they push it up, they squeeze the shorts. And I think those are some people that, that... didn't want to be short over the weekend. Right. I, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, listen, Ted, I, I listen to you every week. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks Good for listening. Uh, the, uh, so if you've got any questions, you can get in here real quick, 713-339-1070 here at the Savings Show. Uh, so, so what we've had is we've seen the precious metals have been correcting in here to some extent. And, and so what's going on there? I, I think we want to look at that. And uh, what what... How, well, how we're thinking on this situation is, is simply this: the interest, the 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 ten-year Treasury ha, has jumped up over the last from about one percent to about one point six, point seven five so far this year. Okay, the inflation is not quite showing up yet. The inflation is going to show up in in it's starting in uh, for March, April, May, June, July. That's going to explode. Well, they're not going to be able to take rates up anymore. So right now, they've taken the rates up ahead of the inflation. So the dollar's going up and gold's going down. But once that inflation kicks in, they're not going to be able to take the rates up much higher. Tell what, do we have a question for us? Yes, we have another caller. Thanks, Jennifer. Yes. Hey, Ted, uh, you may have just answered my question while I was on hold, but uh, I was asking about gold. You know, I've been dumping money into gold, and I've been kind of let down. Yeah, if you if you look at the gold, uh, it, it's kind of it's been going down since about eight August, it, and, and if you look at it, it, it peaked about twenty 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 fifty, and that's about seventeen thirty in that range. Now, if we if we go look at the at the uh, ten year during that time frame, bear with me just a second. Let me move over to uh, the. That's when the ten years started going up. It was about 0.59, and go, and now it's up to about 1.6, 1.65. So, so should I just when, still be buying, buying, buying in the gold and silver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. And here's the reason why: because they they they've taken the ten year up to about as much as they can take near term. Maybe they can take it to two percent, but they can't take it much more. We're just now going to start the the we're seeing this the surge of the inflation, the inflation is really going to start kicking in. The, the, the four lowest months for inflation last year were basically March, well, actually April, May, June, and July. That's when we had deflation because collapsing prices in the economy was shut down. Those are going to start rolling off. At the same time, we're dealing with record high lumber, record high uh, you know, automobile, we're record price, all types of prices in here, chemicals. We were shut down uh, on the Gulf Coast for the chemicals. Because of the freeze, we got the Suez Canal shut down. We have problems at the port. Uh, we have the semiconductor fire in Japan. It's all adding up, and so those things yeah, are hearing, coming in. But but yeah, I'm but hearing horror cannot, stories about subcontractors in the construction field not being able to get their supplies to even finish these brand new houses being built. Yeah. So, so the inflation is going to start up now, but they can't raise interest rates more. So the question is, we didn't, they were able, we, the, the inflation was hidden. It's now going to start popping up. While it was hidden, they raised up the rates. That stabilized the dollar. Going forward, as the inflation takes off again, the dollar is going to rise some more, then it's going to fall, and gold and silver are going to take off. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Okay. Um, yeah, I think you got some question. sound advice. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, I mean, that's what it, it, it's a little the precious metals. And by the way, I didn't even cover just absurd amounts of borrowing. And we're coming up with the infrastructure bill, the $1.9 trillion in, in, in record spending, record deficits, record money printing. Yeah, this, we're, this is, well, I think we're going to something like the 1970s. Now, the, and so really what I wanted to do is continue the theme is of the show is really Understand that all of these things are going up. Understand that over the last 30 years, we've, been, we've had declining interest rates, declining inflation, declining interest rates, declining taxes, declining estate taxes. That's all going to change. And, and, and you've got a group of people that 
that that want to redistribute wealth. You have a group of people that want to centrally plan the economy. You got a group of people that want to that want to engage in uh, in, a, in a massive environmental restructuring of the United States across at all levels, and this is going to be terribly expensive. And, and, and we're going into kind of a guns and butter. And you go, well, Ted, we're not in a war. But yeah, we were in a war. We, the war was, as we said back in February of a year ago, when no one even knew what it was at the time, we were going to have to fight a war with the coronavirus. We fought that war with the coronavirus. We've beaten the coronavirus. We're opening up, except places that are afraid to open up, like California and New York. They, they have just too much politically invested in a lockdown up there. But, but we've won the war. We're winning the war. And, 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 but we ran up massive deficits to do it. Our deficits were on the level of, of World War II as percentages of GDP. Our deficit's now $28 trillion. Our, the Federal Reserve added trillions of dollars to their balance sheet. And, and so now, now we're doing this massive butter program that the Biden administration is doing, $1.9 trillion plus this other stuff, guns and butter, inflationary. So understand, you retired today at 65 there's a good chance that you or your wife, probably 20% that you live to be, it's over 20% to 90, good chance you live to 95. That's 30 years. Inflation can do incredible damage to, 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 your, uh, to your estate, to, to your standard of living, more importantly. And so you want to plan for that. And so more tax planning, it's going to be more like the 70s. All of this stuff you want to integrate more in, into your thing. You know, when, if you buy a piece of real estate, you look at the, the, the estate I mean, not the estate, but you look at the, uh, the the tax advantages of it. If you own a business, you look at the tax advantages of it. Of it. You know, I, it's going to change how things are valued, and I, I think that's going to be the real interesting things going forward. Uh, and, and so we're going to kind of continue to try to build upon this going forward. We, we write a lot about this in our Max Out Savings Report. Uh, it, we, we send it out once once a, once or twice a month talking about savings investments, how to build up wealth. We talk about these ideas in the report. Uh, just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com, and you can sign up for the free report. If you Look, if you need some help with your retirement, uh, if you're re- retiring, have an old IRA you'd like to roll over, that's what we do. We manage retirement assets at Max Out Savings Advisors uh, using our value investing approach to the stock and bond market. We use TD. Most of our assets are TD Ameritrade, uh, somewhere elsewhere, but uh, – and so if you need some help, just go to the website. You can request an appointment. I'll be happy. I'd like to help you out. I'll be happy to meet with you. And But at minimum, sign up for the free report. Uh, you know, it, all this stuff is here to help you out. But remember, going forward, it's important to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And you have to take charge of your retirement, of your life, of your financial health, because more and more as the government acts more and more recklessly, you're going to have to be more cautious and more astute on how you handle things. And I think that's going to be one of the real bywords going forward is, is – is astuteness in dealing with money and understanding. It's been a free ride in the S&P 500 for the last 10 years. That's coming to an end with no inflation, super low interest rates, and the world is changing. Anyway, we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070. The answer.